Hey guys, I'm Jelena, the spiritual and quirky entrepreneur, philanthropist, and mom to the most amazing and personality-filled four-year-old future king. Hey y'all, I'm Jondria, but you'll get to know me as Drea, your average full-time working mom, the CEO of Three Heartbeats, a sarcastic-ish talker, pretty much I'm just your around-the-way girl. I'm attempting to mother three handsome, vivacious, and charismatic young black kings. And we are Queens of Kings. A podcast where we keep it real on the truths about parenting. We'll be exploring topics such as realities of birth, finding yourself, and relationships. Each week, we'll dive deeper into our raw and unfiltered experiences as moms. But we've got the dads covered too, with topics like dating, co-parenting, race, and so much more. So tune in, sit back, and catch this melanin mom tea. Welcome to the Queens of Kings podcast. All right, it's your two favorite melanin moms, and we we made it through the storm, y'all. Yeah, we here, but it's a blizzard. <laughs> it's Texas blizzard. <laughs> we missed y'all last week. Trust me, we wanted to be there. However, we had no water, no, no electricity, electricity, no internet. <laughs> Struggle bus. Some grocery stores sure. were closed. We were just trying to figure out how to survive this storm. So Texas wasn't ready. No, nobody. No, we weren't ready at all. It's all right, but we made it and we're back. We did. How are y'all? Drop it in your comments. Let us know like what struggles you had. Let us know if you had electricity. What did you do? Do y'all keep each other warm? <laughs> I know that's right. I mean, it was Valentine's Day, so <laughs> right, it, it was the like, perfect segue. <laughs> right, right, right. But we still weren't prepared. <laughs> People spend a Valentine's Day with people they don't want to be with and then got to be in a Man, store. stuff. <laughs> just stuff like Chuck. Reservations canceled. Are y'all just over here spooning? Are y'all... <laughs> what are you doing? Like, um, I wanted to have Valentine's Day, but it was too cold. So, let me just hold you. <laughs> I feel like it escalated quickly. I feel like that first day of no power. It's like, oh, we don't have power. It's okay. And then that next day, it's like, oh, we, we don't, we still we don't, don't have, have power. <laughs> Bro. It was, I think it got down to negative, like, five degrees at one point. Are you serious? Overnight. Negative? I thought it, it was, was, like, no. the lowest at seven. Positive. Oh, no. It was, like, negative two, negative four. Who does that, Texas? Texas. And then it brought in birds that attacked us. Just <laughs> Wait a minute. What I'm are you talking about? Robins. You didn't see all those birds eating the berries? No. Yes. I will send you. <laughs> what are you talking about, Julie? <laughs> I am going to send you the article that I found. But if you saw all these birds flying around, they were robins, and they came with the storm looking for food. Well, we didn't have any because we don't Normally have electricity. Birds are supposed to fly we didn't to have the water. North. That's what they say in history. They plays. fly south. Oh, I failed. And it's definitely <laughs> the most southernest part of the United States. I definitely made a C in history class. I'm so sorry. Long story short, we missed you, but uh, <laughs> we're back. <laughs> we are back. So, well, how are you? How are you, Chandria? Like, how was Valentine's Day and and Galentine's Day? Like, <laughs> how was that for you? So, Valentine's Day was definitely canceled. Of course, um, but I made a bomb ass dinner. Okay, I made ribeyes okay. and lemon pepper chicken. Okay, <laughs> it was like Texas Roadhouse at home. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it was cool. We like chill, watch TV, and you know, did the best that we could from mm-hmm. the situation we we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, Galentine's was amazing. It was great. Which we just had it. Yes. And we just had it this past Sunday with our girls, mm-hmm. a close circle that we have. And we went to this amazing restaurant in downtown Fort Worth called Grace. Yes. Amazing. We had to wear all black because, you know, I do things. <laughs> so We always got to coordinate. We always had to coordinate. <laughs> and I had little gifts and stuff like that. <laughs> but it was really, like, it made me really appreciate it. Like, you know, I love my girls. And I, I like I told you last episode, I love love. Right. It was so, refreshing. And I think it, it came was. even after having that horrific week that was, it was so refreshing to have that night with the girls i think it was absolutely perfect yes outside of that me and thailand um made some cookies on mm-hmm. valentine's day Aww. we stayed in it we still had some bad weather on valentine's day so yeah the week was bad yeah valentine's i really feel like started it yeah they actually saturday started but you know valentine's day started which was like really historical to be honest mm-hmm. um I don't think we've had snow like that in like six years. Oh, no. They said that that was record temperatures in like 30, 40, 50, 60 years. So these are Texans talking. So Texans, we, yeah, so don't we judge us. We ready. don't want to hear what, okay. what you have to Y'all say about what you do it up there. So right. We were not ready. Texans. Our generators weren't ready. Our electricity, our energy was not ready. Nothing. So we were we were legit struggling, and so I I just want to also just send some good energy because I know a lot of people are still dealing with things um, that they endured during that time. So hope everyone's safe and of course warm and have all their power and electricity now. But get insurance. Yeah, be sure you have homeowners insurance because it's serious. I saw this thing and it was saying like the number one question to your realtor: Am I on a grid with a hospital? Period. No, we wanted to, it's Black History Month still. So this is the last week of Black History Month. And last week we talked about black love and what that meant to us and what that looks like. So we are going into part two of that discussion. Let's dive a little bit deeper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me go deep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, y'all. We're reminiscing. Oh, we're real quick. <laughs> we went all the way back. Step team. <laughs> okay, so what you had said something really interesting and yes. uh, brought up a concept. What is it called? It is called the umbrella of God. Okay, break it down for us a little bit. So we're gonna change direction real quick. We just went from <laughs> Black Street to <laughs> Jesus. You get it all when you with us, right? <laughs> So um, I saw this thing on, uh, I saw it on Pinterest, but then just knowledgeable of how life should be. It's called the umbrella of God. And it is pretty much just saying that under the umbrella of God or or the umbrella of Christ, um, what modern Christian families should know about the umbrella. Underneath the umbrella of Christ is husband. Mm -hmm. And the two subjects under husband is protect your family and provide for your family underneath the husband's priorities is the wife the wife 
protects the children, takes care of the children, and then also manages the home. So, um, for me, I think when we want to dive deep into it, you know, we all have roles in life. Right. And when we look at a man, you are supposed to do those things. But also knowing the right way to do it is following Christ. Right. A lot of people say that. We're not saying that you're supposed to be in church every Sunday. We, we definitely don't do that. Mm-hmm. But also having some type of guidance is mm-hmm. important. And knowing that I have these obligations and priorities when it comes to leading my family and making sure they're on the right path to get to where they need to be. Mm-hmm. And the woman, I feel like, I feel like this is a personal opinion. Naturally, we do things. Right. Naturally, we make sure the kids are okay. Naturally, we make sure that the home is taken care of. Naturally, we make sure that the home, the forefront is good. Mm-hmm. So for the black love mm-hmm. It's kind of like you got to do your role, play your part, so we can coexist with each other. Right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. I saw that. I wanted to bring it up just because I do want to get y'all's feedback and then also kind of get a, you know, bounce back off of Jelena. Just kind of see where you really think. Like, what do you think? Do you think that's true? Do you object at all? I think it's really important, mm-hmm. you know, especially nowadays because... Going off of what we do, some men are really, really deep into church. Some really, some men really um, pray a lot. Right. Some of them don't, but also you have to have some type of guidance to lead you. You can't be going off of um, what you think it should be. I think that that is really the foundation of black love. It's having that, that I love the, it's not necessarily old school, but it's, not as common as it, it used to be right. right now. So, but I think that you have to have, if you're still looking at that structure of the family and where the or black love is really stemming from, I feel like the man does have to have that. You have to be led by someone in order to lead your household. You have to be being led by someone, whether you're, you know, whatever religion you may be led by God to help you to lead the rest of your family. <clears throat> I think that's great. When you brought that to me, I thought that it was it was very interesting just because I feel like a lot of people strive for that. Mm-hmm. Like in your head, that's what you think that you want. However, it's not something that you just is do so sometimes. actively right. <laughs> done. And we really have to focus on it because when we talk about how the idea of black love is kind of evolving and whether it's being strengthened or weakened based on your opinion... That has a lot to do with it. Right. And how it's kind of evolved. So I thought that that was awesome. So I think that we had also talked about like the idea of couple goals mm. in social media. Oh, social media. I know, but it's, but this black, there's almost this black love movement when it comes to these couple goals. Now, do you think that it is something that is harmful or helpful to this idea of what black love is? I feel it depends on how you view it. Okay. Um, if you're out there trying to make a comparison with mm-hmm. certain people that are not on your level, for one, mm-hmm. not in your same situation, 
then it can be harmful. Right. Because you have that expectation. And I want to speak off of a personal experience. I had that idea of like, why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we doing that? We should be further. We should be doing this. We should be doing that. That's not your situation, though. Mm -hmm. So your situation that you're comparing, I mean, comparing it to can be harmful because that's not you and what you have going on. Mm -hmm. But if you're more realistic when it comes to it and having a goal to go towards, then it can be healthy. Mm -hmm. You know, like I want to be like that. Not that you're envious, but motivating. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Social media nowadays, either you have two options, either it's going to be a hindrance or it's going to be motivating to you. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I feel like if you look at it as a motivator, then it can push you to do a little bit better. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. this is where I am in life, but I want to be here. I want to travel more. Okay, well, what do I need to do to travel more? I don't like this in me. And just kind of, again, we talked about Mm self-reflection previously in our episodes. Just recognizing where you are and recognizing that you have work to do. Mm -hmm. And if you recognize that you have work to do, then that's something you need to work on as a, you know, a single partner. As a woman, as a man. Individually. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Individually saying like, this is what I need to do better to make my family to be where they are. Mm -hmm. This is what I need to do better for me to please my woman, Mm -hmm. you know. But also, the hindrance of social media is, if this is not what I want it to be, Mm -hmm. what's next? Right. And I think it's so crazy because as I'm hearing you talk, it's like this, what black love, I feel like what we've all strived for, this idea of it and how to get it, it was black love. It was organic. It was natural. And it was something that naturally evolved. Whereas now... We almost have a picture of black love versus a feeling of black Ooh, love. Jelena, that was really good. Because, and I literally, it just came to me as I was just hearing you talk. Because what we, we then do is try to find someone to match that image mm-hmm. instead and not of the a, energy. And not the, ooh, ooh. Okay. Uh, you know, trying to find energy. someone to match the image and not the energy. And y'all write that down. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Write that down. There'll be a test at the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> For real. That, that that's what it is. Like you you're you're wondering why divorce rates are so high, relationships end so broken and resentment and bitterness. Mm-hmm. It's heavy. So it's I think that people we want it, we crave it, we we want to see it, we want to be a part of it, but sometimes we go about the right way and it's almost psychological because we see these images, we see this so much mm-hmm. that it then becomes an expectation of that's how it should be whereas the really real foundation of black love doesn't exist with social media. It doesn't. It's within you. Yeah. Within your own home, within your own situation. You know, it can be somebody that's so much more further than you, more established than you. Mm -hmm. You know, okay, well, baby, between me and you, what do you need to do to get to where you want to be? Okay, let's create an old goal within ourselves, Right. Within our home, within our marriage, within our relationship. Let's create a goal besides... Looking at someone else and saying, well, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and we want to know y'all's opinions, too, when it comes to kind of black love and how it's evolved and what your idea of it is. Uh, just because, I, especially this day and age, I know there's so many different opinions, but yeah. we want to really, really get y'all's feedback. 
I saw this amazing quote. I don't know if y'all actually watched the show Black Love that comes on own. It's one of my favorite shows. Oh, I did love that show. So, so good. I wanted so, another episode to come. I mean, a series to come back. Oh, me too. Yeah. They're really awesome. Well, the creators are actually a married couple um, that started doing this um, as a documentary that eventually turned into a show. Um, they were doing an interview and one of them were asked actually why Black Love is revolutionary. And um, their response was because everything has been done to take it away from us. That's heavy. It just, it made me think of black love on other levels outside of even just a relationship to continue to have to fight. There's something so beautiful, even about the negative aspects of black love and the harsh, hurtful, painful aspects of black love, just because that's, I feel like why we strive for it so much. Right. Why it's so great when we see it. I want to make it. Yeah, but but you want to make it real. Right. Yeah, not on no facade, nothing, anything. You want to make it through everything. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's so much of, you know, back history. We were Mm -hmm. talking about that, you know. Like, if you were raised in a single-parent home, that's heavy on, you know, Mm -hmm. African-Americans. Being raised by a single mother being you know there are some single dads out there so we want to applaud you guys of course it's excuse me there's so many different dynamics when it comes to raising a child and their mindset Mm -hmm. of a relationship and what black love should be based off of what they seem um last well not last week two weeks ago whenever we talked about it we talked about um special couples you were raised in a two-parent household right and you were raised in a good two-parent household. I was as well, but I never saw affection. Right. So I don't think that people realize how that affects you as an adult. Mm-hmm. You know, like I yearn for my kids to see me loving on my man. I want my kids to see a happy household. Like parents can be good together. We can go through things, but then also we love each other. Right. You know, and you saw that. So how do you feel like that really affected you in regards to your adulthood i think it affected me a lot and i think that that's that's one of the reasons why i'm really in no rush for a relationship because my idea of black love i don't see couple goals i don't see standing in front of a brand new house with brand new cars um i don't i don't that doesn't for me it doesn't do anything for me when i see those images i see black love with saturday nights your parents dancing in the living room Mm. to some mute like it's it's a connection it's like you said it's an energy over an image and you start to realize as you're dating and meeting people how they see an image and not necessarily kind of an energy and i'm that's what i look at more than anything like i just yearn for it yes it's just being connected and i think we all do we just have different levels of it, I feel like. Yeah. Like, there's basic, which is, like, I just want us to be good. You mm-hmm. know, in our household, I want our household to be good. And, you know, Saturday night, we're going to spend together watching movies. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you have a level up where it's, okay, we're spending time um, going to trips. And we, you know, it's a little bit more mm-hmm. extravagant, you know. And then you have the other ones where it's just, is flashy. You know, like, oh, I just bought my wife a new Bentley for this and that. It is like whatever your energy is is what your energy is. And you take that and you appreciate what your partner brings to the table. I think that has a lot to do with black love. Mm -hmm. 
Actually, so much, like maybe like 95%. Do you think other cultures deal with that as much as? No. Hmm. No, because we we have been through the ringer to get to where we are. The black man has been ridiculed so much. The black woman has been ridiculed so much. You know, we have this whole idea of a single black woman. We hear that all the time. Right. We don't hear cult- other cultures say that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we hear the, the deadbeat dad. We don't hear that a lot from other cultures. You're right. You know? Right. So for us to make it through and to just appreciate each other for what we have to bring to the table Mm -hmm. it's really big and going a little bit deeper when it comes to black love just go deeper yeah how are you gonna go deeper we're i'm about to take you there girl (laughs) (laughs) but going a little bit deeper just hearing you talk about how there's so many things within our community so many stereotypes that have nothing to do with any other races putting it putting it there it's stereotypes that we've created yeah and how there's so much black hate amongst Ooh. just us as a culture you went deep that yeah. impacts us so much individually that it, it impacts us in relationships and people don't even realize it that you're really to be honest you're fighting against your old culture to make it right which is super annoying because it's like you see so many other people supporting each other. Right. So many different ethnicities supporting each other. Mm-hmm. But black people, like, we're against each other. And it's like, it's why? Like, why is it such a comparison? Why is it such a, I'm doing better than you and I'm doing this and I'm doing that and we're better than you? Why can't it be like, I, hey, I want to see you do better. So let me show you how I did better. To get to where you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like it's not a support system. Mm-hmm. So that that's really frustrating as well. So I'm wondering because you, you know it's um, what is it like? What came first, the chicken or the egg? I've heard that, but I never understood which yeah. one came first. <laughs> is it the chicken or the egg? Because I like eggs and I like chicken. Because <laughs> we're talking about um, black love from a perspective of relationships, ultimately, but thinking of black love. A little bit more elevated from the culture mm. so is it because as a culture our black love isn't right that our relationships aren't working or because the core of our black love and our relationships isn't working that the community and the culture is not both for 200 you're right alex she's passed the test <laughs> <laughs> i have no but clue but but i'm saying it, it's it's, it's really that deep yeah and i think with this past year just with everything that's gone on with police brutality and mm. with all Supporting of these your black kings through that not, it's just so much has happened so much has been brought up so much has resurfaced uh, that it's almost like the black community is trying to we're just trying to reestablish it yes yes people are understanding things we're understanding things in a way that we didn't in the past and we're trying to find our new footing we're trying to be um, just trying to find our space, trying to find where we are. People are listening to us in another way. We're getting opportunities that we didn't get before. Um, we have these platforms that are created. We have so much more ownership. You look at what Jay-Z just accomplished just a couple of days ago. And so many black people are really trying to take it to that next level that we also have to almost, we always talk about doing that that self-check. Okay. 
a lot has happened. <laughs> how are we dealing with it? Right. How are we how feeling? Are we how intentional right. are we with doing with it? And I think that that's something that we have to be intentional about in our relationships, but just with our regular interaction. Yes. Good job, G. Good. Thank you. We are just passing tests, like left and right. <laughs> you sound like you really know what you're talking about. <laughs> but I, I think like that was, that was just perfect. I think that it was such a good conversation to have, especially with it ending out Black History Month, because we've talked about that idea of Black love, but it's strong and it's deep. It's stronger than ever, I feel like. Mm-hmm, for yeah. sure. Okay, now if you guys go to our social media, we are going to be posing some questions in regards to the Black Love conversation. So we really want to hear your thoughts, really want to get your feedback. We want that engagement. No, absolutely. That's that's how we get a little bit better. That's how we learn and that's how we grow with different perspectives because we try to make Black Love that real love, that right? high love, that authentic <laughs> love and really get us back to where we need to be or better. All right, and next month is Women's History Month. I'm so excited. We are so excited because we are actually going to have some dynamic and amazing women <laughs> on the show to talk about some topics that are much needed. The mompreneur, the stay-at-home mom, how to and balance life, and women empowerment. So look forward to what we have coming up for you guys next month. And we cannot wait to be back. We missed y'all. Thank you for coming back. And we will talk to y'all soon. Yes. Subscribe, like, and follow Queens of Kings podcast. Y'all Bye. Have a good Bye.